even if you look at somebody like Mr. Beast, let's say, right? He's billions of views, millions of billions of followers and whatnot. But when did he start it and how long did he actually took and how many videos did he put uh, on yeah. until he got that famous? And you can be the Mr. Beast of your industry. Why not? Welcome to Unmiss, your go-to digital marketing hub. I'm Anatoly Ulatovsky, here with expert tips and exclusive chats to boost your online game. Let's get started. Hello, good people. Welcome to our show. Hello, bad people. Welcome to our show. Hello, welcome. Today we are going to discuss more about AI, how this tool can help you in digital marketing to get more results. Because I use AI a lot, I grew my results. I had cases when we got from zero to 2000 daily users. It's a lot, especially about trading investing niches when we compete with billion dollar companies and we use AI. I don't care if someone can tell that Google hates AI. I think Google loves AI if you use it right. If you can create high quality content, I spoke with Fabrice Canal, who said to me, people, Bing doesn't care about AI or not. Bing cares about quality. Google is on the same boat. If you know how to create quality with AI, then results will come. I'm so excited to discuss a lot more with Manuel Petrescu. How are you? Hello, Anatoly, and hello again to all of our uh, listeners and people who are watching us. It's a great pleasure and a privilege to be back. Yeah, of course. You spoke two times on my podcast. A big pleasure. Wanna learn more? I know digital marketing is a quickly changing world. We need to adapt. We need to use new technologies and we need to adapt with AI. If you ignore this tool, it's a big, big mistake. And let me explain why. Uh, 5% of marketers lost their jobs when ChatGPT appealed. And uh, I got much better results with AI because I adapt and move fast. Uh, AI tools don't replace marketers. People who adapt to AI can replace marketers who don't. It's only one reason, uh, at least before Terminators, when they will kill all human beings, we still have time to use to uh, cooperate with AI. Emmanuel, before we start, just tell more about yourself, experience, background, remind about uh, um, your background, because I have new listeners who might not know you, but they will know and follow you after this podcast. Thank you, Anatoly. My name is Manuel Petrescu. I'm originally from Romania, but for the past eight years already, I've been living in Toronto, Canada and focusing and working exclusively uh, addressing the North American market, Canada and US. I'm a digital marketer uh, with an emphasis on SEO. That's where I come from. That's my background, but also I tackle all, any other channels, email marketing, uh, uh, social media, paid advertising and whatnot. But my core and my first love is always SEO. I worked for several companies. Uh, I did some freelance consulting. Now I'm uh, in-house at a company. So uh, always looking for uh, uh, driving the best results possible. Nice, nice. Emmanuel, I know that you started your course on Udemy. So I love learning and uh, I know people who want to learn something new. I have my course, uh, but it's not my business model. Uh, I usually earn money in other ways, but I created this course with the goal to help 
some uh, customers to understand how SEO works. Uh, and we combined a lot with digital marketing. Uh, and um, yeah, the main reason was to explain the basic. Uh, you can't be expert after learning one course, uh, even a few courses, you need to practice, you need to make your hands dirty. But if you learn from courses, you know the way where you need to go. You can cooperate with other experts, you can go ahead to practice. Let us know about your course, what kind of benefits, difference you have compared to others and how your course can help others. Thank you so much for allowing me this opportunity. Before anything else, congratulations on your course. Course, I just finished it a few days ago. It took me a while because I actually wow. went through all the modules. I didn't skip any. If you don't know, Anatoly have put together a very comprehensive, uh, complete course on SEO, on what search engine optimization is. And it's not just Anatoly, but many other experts in the industry who have compiled information for you. So I highly recommend it. As of uh, for my course, as I said, I come from SEO. I love SEO and most uh, I love the most are SEO audits, doing SEO audits, small business, medium, large enterprises and so on. So I've put together, I shared my knowledge uh, and compiled all this information into an SEO audit course. I call it an SEO masterclass for 2024 and beyond where uh, experience uh, I wouldn't say newbies, but some people who have experience in SEO can uh, enhance their uh, their knowledge and be able to perform SEO audits that at the end of the day will result in uh, getting new customers, but also uh, be able to ref uh, highlight pinpoint what's wrong with the website and how they can improve it to get better results. Mm -hmm. Nice, nice. Eminem, let's talk about uh, future of SEO. Um, when ChatGPT appealed, many uh, users switch attention to ask questions on AI bots. And um, I do it myself. I always speak with ChatGPT. I can ask a lot of questions. I can learn from this tool. I can't say that uh, it's not accurate. Most replies are so accurate. And uh, I can save time by using chatbots than uh, Google itself. I shared many examples um, on in the previous uh, podcast episodes. And uh, um, for example, when I ask about uh, uh, Tesla uh, um, on ChatGPT, uh, basically the question was, can I use self-driver's feature as the pilot uh, on Florida? Because each state has different law on that. Uh, and I got this uh, reply for a few seconds i couldn't find the answer on google so uh, i searched on google i got a lot of information about tesla why we need to save this world of course we need to save this world but i don't need to know the information how we need to save this world uh, probably i need but uh, at that time i just searched for this feature specific feature so uh, i i get great experience experience with uh, chatbots uh, and uh, I think many customers switch attention according to data 12% of users use chatbots more than Google and I remember when content creators complain about feature snippets about other blocks on Google because Google can steal our content but at least Google links to our content <laughs> chatbots don't link just to rewrite to rephrase uh, and we can save our time uh, to get this information. So my question about the future, you know, I spent so much time in SEO, 
we wrote a bunch of blog posts uh, to get results and according to data blog posts uh, acquire more traffic than any other channel and uh, if chatbots can uh, win more and more users during the time is it good idea to keep uh, doing this or is better to switch attention to other channels what do you think <laughs> that's a that's an interesting question i think first of all we need to detach ourselves from uh, being a regular user and the SEO or digital marketing professional, because we are doing things slightly different. In my opinion, I believe there's a generational uh, distinction here. I tend to go to Google for most of the most of my uh, searches, my queries. Younger generation, for example, they go straight on TikTok to even search for something. They hear about a uh, let's say a, a new place in town, a new pub, or a new show, or anything like that. They go straight to TikTok to research. So it's not uh, impossible for people to switch to uh, a chat bot like experience uh, for their regular searches and to an extent. Now, here I like to make the distinction the generative AI experience that's actually on Google right now, which is more conversational than it is right now. It's only available in US. So, for example, in Canada, I don't have it. And most people in most most parts of the world don't have this generative experience from Google, but it's kind of like going there, right? Google itself is transforming into a conversational type. And to an extent, I believe that was always the intention. Right now, they have the possibility to do so. And I want to address one more point uh, to address something that you said at the beginning about the AI content and ranking and how much Google or Bing or the search engines don't care. They always cared to provide the user the best possible experience for that query, for what they're looking for. So if I were to summarize all of the SEO work and what it, does it mean? It means that we need to help the search engines. Google understand that the websites we're working on are the best possible answer a user can get for that specific query. Why would it matter if it's AI generated? Yeah, uh, I think AI generated uh, it, it depends on quality. I think Google can complain uh, about AI generators because most of them plus 90% are uh, nonsense, nothing special, generic. And uh, it doesn't mean that AI generator doesn't work. It works well if you do it right. If you check manually, if you uh, proofread the result, and we do it, we have a team of writers who can use ChatGPT, other tools, I don't deny these tools exist, but I need the quality you can use or not. I don't care. I need quality content. And if chatbots can help to create this quality, if chatbots can help to increase the speed, then okay. <laughs> uh, I need this content. And uh, uh, SEO is still powerful tool. Most traffic are coming from SEO and it takes time to change habits. It takes time. I don't know what the future will be. Uh, for example, when I ask my son about searching some information on Google, he uses TikTok. He doesn't care about Google. He doesn't know anything what about is Google. Google eh? uh, he loves, yeah, <laughs> he loves TikTok. And uh, what I think we need to adapt. Whatever happens, uh, digital uh, marketers on TV and radio didn't lose, uh, lose their job. They adapted to digital. We can do it with any other channel. And if you have experience with SEO, you know how to create high quality content. You know how to increase website speed. You know how to deserve 
links, mentions uh, with Whitehead SEO that will bring traffic. It's not like to pay attention to get more domain authority on Ahrefs on, uh, or other tools. It's more about to get valuable traffic, uh, great, great mentions uh, when people can see your content. And SEO can teach with that. So if you have experience with SEO, you can adapt to any other channel. You know, uh, for me, uh, it, uh, you can acquire experience learning in one specific case, just adapt to others. So, uh, and uh, I remember when Gary V said about that, he saw uh, uh, someone ask if US will ban uh, TikTok. Is it a good idea to start TikTok? He replied, of course it's a good idea. Of course you can learn from, you can get experience on TikTok. If it's banned, then you can use this experience on other channels. So yeah, I agree with you. Uh, Emmanuel, uh, let's talk about creating the right strategy. You know, I see when companies use it wrong. Uh, they create generic strategies, nothing special, chase high volume. Tell how to find the right keywords that will sell products in the end. Uh, there is no there are general strategies that we can adapt before moving forward i want to say something because i saved the definition here in a book i found um the uh, no, a notion of strategic inflection inflection point which is a major change in a competitive environment that requires a fundamental change in the business strategy so this is what ai uh, is a one of these strategic inflection point depending on how we adapt and how we embrace it or not, will determine the future of our organizations, of the success of a company and so forth. I like to talk, compare it similar to the uh, internet, uh, having as much of an impact as the internet had in the 90s, right? And the companies that went bankrupt, they didn't went bankrupt overnight. It took some time, but you can see where I'm going with this. Now, mm -hmm. when it comes to a solid SEO and digital marketing strategy uh, and uh, incorporating and embracing the AI technologies, I can uh, only say that there are so many ways you can you can uh, view it at a personal level, at an organizational level. I personally, I like to chat with the chatbot myself. I'm a digital marketer and I'm trying to help this organization. They are operating in these geographical areas and here's the data that I have. You can feed feed with some data about the types of customers you're uh, going for the types of uh, your competitors the data that you already have the type of customers that already purchased from you the personas and so on and he'll be able to give you uh, more uh, and more accurate information uh, and action points than i believe any other uh, team of experts could do you can also say i like to say i'm limited on the budget so instead of wasting my efforts into some channels that might not work which where should i focus more because each business is slightly different if we're talking about b2b but even for small businesses even for a plumber you can still get tremendous help and uh, get some information that you yourself wouldn't have thought about it mm -hmm. yeah yeah Emma, though, i want to ask about finding uh right copywriters and and um, um, I think writing is the main part of any content. Um, we can't rent content without great writing. And um, uh, I prefer personally to have great text and a nice looking design. Uh, for example, Wikipedia, Investopedia, many big websites can uh, get traffic because of uh, great writing and then uh, nice looking design. Uh, and uh, it's tough. 
it's tough to find right uh, people. And uh, I remember in 2008, I hired a team of writers who wrote about anything, all topics. Uh, today, after EEAT, uh, I think uh, we usually search for people with experience in one specific topic. And even more, we search for people who know how to write in specific topics. I mean, like you can have experience, but if you don't know how to write, people bounce fast. Um, and you need to know how to write, write text that people want to uh, read or consume them. So uh, can you tell how you decide this problem? How to find these people, great writers, who can bring something new and valuable in specific topic? Have you asked that question? Uh, EAT is nothing, not necessarily something new. It comes natural. It was the natural way of Google developing this. Remember a few years ago, like 10 or 12 years, there was this thing, Google authorship that was linked to your Google profile and whatnot. So it's kind of like the same thing that EAT, that was the initial phase. It was hard for Google to um, link everything, but right now they're uh, obviously got better. So I believe this authorship thing is uh, actually something relevant something useful you should if i write something on the topic of seo or digital marketing you should probably read emmanuel's uh, blog but if i write something about investing or <laughs> stock market you probably should look for so something else so to that extent uh you many have seen and that's something i've implemented a while back of um major uh, websites that have now a section this article has been reviewed by this person so if it's like something uh, medical related or even let's say uh, supplements right they add a blurb right now saying this article has been reviewed by the med this medic so and so with that experience and whatnot so that's one way of viewing it and obviously that costs that adds to the budget so it doesn't you need to pay mo most of the time that expert to review your content and give his approval that's uh, one of my approaches. Then, of course, trying to find the specific, uh, the best possible uh, content creator, article writer, copywriter in that specific niche. Uh, we're past the stage where uh, nobody's a generalist anymore. You need to have experience in a specific niche, medical, financial, uh, trades, and so on. And, you know, there's there's a mix. Always the, the winning strategy is when you uh, find an expert in the field that will review the content that a dedicated copywriter has written, plus spice it up with the AI uh, technology that will give you all the information that will be, I wouldn't say impossible, but it will require too much time for a person or a team to, let's say you have 10 competitors to analyze all of their content. Why are they ranking? You know, go through all of their blogs and say, okay, what's the one thing that neither of them talk about this particular subject? Something that I can put on my blog so that I can differentiate from the others and stand out. This is one of the approaches that I have when it comes to content creation. And so far, it's been successful. Why? Because I try to make the best possible experience, the best possible content for that query. And Google tends to <laughs> preference this type of approaches. Yeah, yeah. Uh, basically, if I can't create better content, even much better content, I usually skip these topics. <laughs> you know, we, we can find a lot of other topics, but if you I'm not sure that you can create something better, then why you need 
to create just one more piece of content for the sake of having it. But if you know that you you have this confidence to create this content, uh, sometimes we create content uh, because of other things like uh, link worthy content or uh, just to get topical authority. It's not only about SEO. We can use other digital marketing channels. We know that we we can't rank this content, uh, but it helps to increase topical authority for other topics that's okay as well uh, and uh, you know, um, i wanna ask about creating non-boring content you know people bounce fast uh, youtube video tiktok uh, blog articles <laughs> and i like books written before digital for example um, many great books were written uh how to retain audience uh and uh, uh, it's like human psychology why they read why how to catch attention and uh all these insights uh, work even better today uh because it's people are still people we are the same but technologies change so uh and um, uh, you can bring value you can share a lot of valuable insights but if it's boring people bounce fast for example data uh, i i know it's important to read business books but it's not like uh, other formats uh, if i read jack london you know i can live on this book i can forget about everything i like this book but in many business books are good for sleeping you know just read sleep well you know forget anything from this book and it's the same with content uh if it's valuable who cares if it's boring you know people bounce you know and save time so uh, I think it's important to create non-boring content. Can you tell how to do it, how to catch attention in the beginning and retain until the end? Uh, when we talk about content, we're not just referring to uh, written content, right? We're referring to graphics, we're, it, we're referring to videos, and I'll stick to videos because that's what tends to grab most of our attention right now. And you mentioned the attention spam. I don't know how how much by seconds but it significantly decreased the attention span of everyone not just the younger generations but myself i don't have the same attention span that i had let's say two three years ago right i'm probably spending more time that i should on TikTok and uh reels and instagram and whatnot based on what i've seen and one what i have implemented in my uh in my content creation uh, uh because i do create content not just written content but also video video forms which is what everybody should do right now um it's always you should know your audience so i would again i wouldn't be start start creating videos on the stock market and how you should invest your money and whatnot because i don't have an expertise and i don't particularly want to be known in that field so i would talk about digital marketing i would talk about seo i would talk about paid advertising and so on something i have experience with and uh, because i have experience i also know what the major pain points of my customers or most of the people who would be interested of my targeted audience are are you spending too much time uh, uh, too much money on your uh, ads why don't you try this instead have you invested so many uh, so much money into seo but don't see the results here's what you could do uh, is your website uh, slow on speed try this so these types of approaches based on the uh, on the uh, pain points that i know my target audience tend to work better 
when you start with this. And obviously, what I would recommend is try to experiment in all the formats possible. Start with the ending at the big, uh, uh, with the conclusion at the beginning of the video, and uh, so on until you get get it right. And uh, when do you know you'll get it right? Because of the AI again, because of the algorithms, right? TikTok, YouTube, YouTube Shorts, right? It's booming right now. It's growing faster than the others. The Reels and whatnot, they push the uh, push your videos to uh, who they think they will enjoy it more because they want people to spend more time, right? They feed you the information that you want to watch because they want you to spend more time on that data. So once you do all these tweaks, and start uh, doing it constantly, you'll be able to see what's working because the algorithm will reward you by showing it to more users. You'll, you'll be able to see more views, you'll be able to see more comments, you'll be able to see more interaction. And once you, you get a few of these right, then you can replicate and get even more. And by the way, uh, it's it's uh, the long-term game. Nobody, if you do 10 videos or even 50 videos, that would mean nothing in the grand scheme of yeah. things so if you're embarking in a campaign like that be ready to do so for the next uh, i don't know for the rest of your life basically that's how i like to think about it because even if we look at somebody like mr beats let's say mr beast let's say right his billions of views uh millions of billions of followers and whatnot but when did he start it and how long did he actually took and how many videos did he put uh, on yeah. until he got that famous and you can be the mr beast of your industry why not yeah uh, i watch a few of his interviews about achieving success and patience is the main issue i think uh patience is very important in seo by the way, I think patience is important for paid marketing as well. I, I think it, it takes time to craft the right landing page to unite with your buying persona to collect data. It's not like you can do it in, in one day. It takes time. Even I know companies can lose 500k because of the wrong strategy with paid marketing. Uh, but uh, professionals collect data, analyze, compare, and then decide. Uh, SEO takes time. Social media takes time. I don't know how to become an Instagram star overnight. <laughs> you need to be consistent to bring value to, uh, I don't know, like to attract your audience different directions. Um, and uh, SEO uh, is... Uh, the, the long game but it's the same with any other channel and it's okay when you film bad videos on youtube uh, as mr beast did he filmed a lot of bad videos he recommends to film bad videos but improve a little bit step by step in seo you can do it as well just write create content fail uh, and uh, for example i decided to jump in pr field because we use pr like link building strategy and uh, we, we paid $6,000 for one press release, $6,000, and we needed to write 12 press releases a week. So uh, it's like 72000 a week. Uh, then what we did, uh, I wrote a bunch of press releases. I failed with all of them. Nothing, no results, no mentions, nothing. But I learned how it works. Then we hired specialists even no we didn't hire them because they are all for our blog and most of them are great writers who can post on forbes bloomberg investor pay the big website and we ask them to adapt to this pr format 
300-500 wealth, uh, bullet points, uh, to uh, uh, share an expert opinion, bring something new, valuable, uh, about trending topics. Uh, and we took like a few months to craft the strategy, to write great press releases. Uh, then uh, we pitch all, all of them. And after a few months, we got mentions CNN, Bloomberg, Business Insider, Invested.com, Coindesk. And today we can save $3,700,000 a year because we write press releases themselves. We don't pay to a PR agency. And uh, I think we get even better results because PR agencies usually hire uh, journalists who can share about uh, trending topics, but we hire experts who know the topic and can um, adapt to this format. Uh, so when we cooperated with these agencies, uh, I didn't get uh, mentioned on CNN. But when we crafted the process, we got mentions on CNN, Bloomberg, and other big websites. So uh, I think it takes time. It takes time to craft anything new. And we use today PR like a link building strategy. Uh, we replace uh, some standard methods of link building, especially for trading, investing. It's tough to get results with white hat SEO, but if you use PR, it works well, perfectly fine. You can get great results. Um, so I recommend to anyone just to spend time to make your hands dirty, to analyze, to learn, and go ahead. MNL, let's talk about mistakes. Uh, I mentioned, you mentioned about mistakes. Uh, I mentioned how I felt with PR. I didn't give up. Mr. Beast didn't give up, achieved unreal success. You share that it's important uh, about that. So can you list mistakes that we can avoid? For example, let's imagine we need to do mistakes. We need to uh, analyze. In marketing, I think it's a must have. If you don't analyze, if you don't test, nothing will work because we start from generic strategies, best practices, but you need to be creative. You need to stand out from the rest. You need to craft your message. Can you tell mistakes that we can avoid in SEO today from your experience? Uh, of course, there's many uh, that we can list. We can probably have a podcast just on that. <laughs> I would say the biggest one is a uh, thing that you know better than anyone else or think that you know it better. Uh, I always approach uh, everything with the beginner's mindset. It's called Shoshin mentality. It comes from Zen, uh, Japanese Zen Buddhism. But uh, this is uh, one of the uh, things. Always have an open mind and always try to approach. Remember that uh, there's always um, different in the different industries, different geographical locations that uh, don't correlate one with the other. I've seen very many great digital marketers who are extremely, extremely successful in one industry, let's say fashion industry or um, uh, what, what I see, uh, let's say, uh, uh, I don't remember right now, but and then they when they moved to something else, they couldn't replicate the same uh, the same results because they don't correspond. So that's one of the things that I will look for. Um, I don't have anything specific because there's too many that I can think of right now. Uh, I would say the traditional way of approaching stuff is changing when it comes to research, when it comes to keywords, when it comes to uh, competitors and whatnot. So uh, having an open mind, trying to zig when others act, trying to uh, look 
beyond and be a little brave you know we all know that there's a value in zero volume keywords right even if uh, the tools that we're using semrush hrefs and one that shows us uh zero volume that we know that there's uh, value in those and we can start creating some content around that uh, those were the things that i would say uh are important to look out for Mm-hmm. Yeah, got it. Got it. Have, have, have a uh, sorry to interrupt, but I want to say this: have a embrace the culture of uh, making mistakes and learning from them. I didn't say it; Ray Dalio said it. Uh, you know, the companies that learn from them are the ones who are, who are successful on the long run. Yeah, love it, love it. Uh, Emmanuel, uh, I want to ask about your experience. Uh, let's help students who are looking for ways how to learn from scratch, especially today when we have AI uh, and help uh, founders of companies uh, who are looking for ways how to get the basic before hiring or outsourcing experts, uh, consultants. So uh, if you started today from scratch without any experience, knowledge, skills, it's your first day. What will you do today to learn about ACO and AI? I would start doing stuff myself uh obviously learning reading taking courses participating in conversations are important but the sooner you start doing and implementing the things yourself the better uh, the faster you will become a professional in the industry there's no doubt about it i spend uh, and still spending many times reading learning and whatnot but nothing compares to actually hitting your head because naturally if you know but in digital marketing everything changes all the time so whatever you learn in a tutorial or a class is not available anymore when you try to implement it but you can have your personal assistant the ai who can help you and i'll give you a uh, an example right now I, I was trying to uh, set up a server uh, on google cloud and working with some apis try to determine something and i found some tutorials on the internet but obviously things don't look the way they were in the tutorials right the buttons are not there anymore the yeah. interface changes the functionality changes and whatnot so what i do and i uh, do this more and more is i go to ChatGPT in my case, and I ask him, I have this problem. I'm in this situation. I'm getting this error. How, what can I do about it? And be sure that he has knowledge to share uh, multiple options that you can have because he doesn't get it right most of the time, but eventually he will, and he can help you assist in that. So that's uh, the thing you asked me about what would I do if I were to start, I would simply go ahead and do stuff and ask AI, uh, the chat GPTs and the likes, because it's not just chat GPT, uh, to assist me in uh, achieving what I want to achieve. Have, have you ever told yourself, oh, if I can only clone myself to have to me to work on stuff? Well, to an extent, yeah. uh, chat GPT <laughs> and the AI can mean that digital clone of yourself if you train him uh, enough and have enough patience with him yeah nice nice um i want to ask about your personal life uh not personal life i mean like how to find the balance between uh job family and how to prioritize things about your daily routine schedule uh, it's still important for many people uh, to find this balance, 
to optimize time because we have many disruptions, uh, many things to do. And uh, I, you know, I have like plus hundred <coughs> things to do every single day, but uh, I can't, I can't. So basically I choose priorities, which one ones are important for me. So uh, tell how, how you decide this issue, how, because it's not like uh, to work in SEO. It's more about to enjoy the process. When you love what you do, then results will come. Then you keep, can be patient. And uh, I see when people give up, they give up because they suffer. And for example, I can play basketball. I can play ping pong. I love it. And uh, nobody pays money for that because I'm so bad uh, compared to professionals. But I love this experience. You know, I enjoy time to play chess, m many different things. And uh, uh, I think it's the same with your job. If SEO, you need to enjoy, you need to love uh, the process, but we need to find to, them to family, you know, to spend time with web family, to speak with them. You know, so tell your balance, how you decide all this issue. <laughs> I probably not the best person to ask for not the answer that you are waiting for because I am what you might call an workaholic. Mm -hmm. But again, to address your point, you need to be in love with the process. You truly do. So even in my previous example where I had these issues with uh, setting up the Google Cloud, right? Having all these errors, the API is not working and whatnot. I was like, uh, okay, I understand this is the process. I was a little bit nervous, frustrated, but at the same time, I was loving it. You know, I like to troubleshoot. I like to find the answer. And it's like a game, right? When it becomes more difficult, we're playing at a different level right now. Uh, you know, you need to find the way to, to overcome it and succeed it, you know? And many times, especially in digital marketing, uh, you can potentially invent your own way of uh, of uh, achieving that. Uh, I was having issues, issues. I wanted to index, have Google index a page that was not sitting on a property that I had. So it was a profile on a website. So I kind of like invented uh, one, one specific approach with the help of my friend chat GPT, you know, what can we do in this situation? Now, coming back to the work life and family balance, uh, need to be in love with, with what you do to identify, but of course need to take some time off to do some other stuff as well that you enjoy doing, spending time with family. That's always important. Try to reconnect with, uh, with, uh, the people you love, try to be around them as much as uh, you can try to, what I personally do is, uh, try to schedule some, uh, times watching TV with the wife, uh, going to movies and whatnot. What I love doing myself is reading. I try to read as much as I can actually the, uh, real life experience IRL in real life, uh, getting a book, uh, magazines and whatnot, and probably. I always lie to people that I play sports. I'm not playing or doing as much sport as I tell people, but uh, I'm trying to incorporate more. And each year I'm telling myself this year, I need to add at least two more hours of sports uh, each week in my, in my life. I like doing uh, ice skating right now because it's really cold in Canada, playing tennis in the summer, the gym and running. So that's mm -hmm. where I uh, get, uh, that's what I do when it's outside of the work environment. Yeah, nice. I think sport is very important. You need to act. Uh, so, and uh, once, yeah, um, I don't remember the name of this book, but 
I read uh, on this book, you need to uh, have 10 different sport activities in your life. And uh, in sport, it's important. It's okay to be jack of all trades because we can't compete with professionals who spend all time on sports. But when you practice 10 different activities, uh, it helps It helps with uh, longevity. So you can live longer because uh, uh, you, I don't know, probably different muscles can work. Uh, you can reload your mind. And if I don't go to play basketball, uh, I'm not productive in my job. Yes. If I don't play soccer, I'm not productive. If I uh, uh, don't go to gym, I'm not productive. But I'm not professional. I can't beat professionals. They can beat me in my inside now. But I just enjoy the process. I love it. Different experiences uh, to jump on this field. Yeah, and it's still competitive with uh, people like me, you know, so I can compete in soccer, basketball. But um, of course, I want to win. But if I lose, that's okay. Okay, you can go ahead, you know, to try different things. Yeah, love it, love it. Emmanuel, and my final question about the future, my standard question. And uh, many things are uh, coming fast. We need to adapt. And in digital marketing, it's a must have. Uh, for example, I compared with accounting, other niches, uh, almost nothing changed since. Uh, I don't know, like for 20 years, people still use spreadsheet calculators. And I speak with my brother. They told me, no, no, nobody uses AI in these niches. Uh, they still calculate yeah. in uh, old way. And um, But in digital marketing, it's another experience. You can't uh, ignore new technologies, tools, and we see data. 5% of marketers lost their job because uh, tools, uh, new technologies can replace them. Uh, or someone who adapted to these technologies. Um, anyway, I want to ask your prediction about the future in SEO, especially about blogging. Let me explain why blogging, because uh, I think uh, in 2008, I ignored blogs. Uh, we created e-commerce content, Google ranked well, because at that time, Google didn't recognize user intent. Then things changed. We started to write more blog posts. We use this format to submit our call to action, to interlink with other pages. We get traffic, we get results, but I'm not sure about the future. You know, if I write blog post and AI uh, replace, uh, I mean, like uh, search engine, we see Google uh, is going to launch uh, SGA, search generative experience. We have chatbot, Bing, uh, uh, many different formats. Probably it's not a good idea to pay so much attention to blogging, at least if you want to create strong brand recognition like New York Times Forbes. I think these big publications don't care a lot about SEO because they have direct traffic. People want to consume this content. It's <coughs> like if I take book, I don't search on, in SEO. I take book because I want to read this book. It's uh, insightful for me. So uh, what do you think about the future in SEO? Uh, how it will look and how we can adapt to this possible future. <laughs> I don't have my crystal ball with me right now. I yeah. send it to fix for repair, but um, to your point about blogs and content in general, at the end of the day, ChatGPT, Google, generative experience, uh, being chatbot and whatnot, they still need to pull that data from somewhere. So having this uh, information available is important. Coming back to the importance of the EEAT, right? Having 
being Google being able to pull that information from an expert and uh, someone relevant in the field, not just anyone, it becomes even more important. So to an extent, uh, the future of SEO, if things are not getting easier for the SEO professional, these tools also helps us a lot, but things are not getting easier. So for example, I believe that having more knowledge, more technical knowledge, not necessarily coding and developing, but be, being able to troubleshoot yourself or creating schema or authorship and all these things will become very, very detrimental in uh, helping the search engines determine that you or the website you're working with uh, is the person that they should uh, get their information to their users for. So that's one, one thing. Um, it comes back to the initial uh, uh, statement that Google and the search engines will always try to serve the user with the best possible answer for that for the query they had. That might change how it looks, but the result would be the same. So um, I can only look uh, try to do that, try to put the best possible answers in the form of. Uh, Obviously, I'm doing my research, right? So we're talking about content. But if I do a, a research and I see on the SERPs that most results are videos, I wouldn't be writing a piece of blog on that topic, but would probably creating a video on that. Actually, right now, it's really easy to make a video and a blog topic as well, because we can use AI to generate from video to text or from text to video. We can use both of them. Uh, I've seen many, many companies that do this successfully. And very important is uh, companies outside of, uh, let's say, North, North America that are becoming successful in, in North America. Because right now with the use of AI, you can easily generate content, uh, have a, a voiceover that you had paid a lot of money in the past to uh, read out loud or to speak about your business and whatnot. So I would say the future of SEO is, as always, uh, un uncertain. But this is why we're in this game, because we love it. We like to adapt. And the fact that the search engines will try to serve their users with the best possible answer won't change anytime soon. If yeah, anything, I... I think paid, paid advertising will play a bigger role in overall in the grand schemes. So one way or another, Google will take more money out of us, our pockets. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's insightful, you know, when you don't know the future, but you know, you need to adapt fast. So basically, learn what's working, what's new coming. When you learn all this information, you will be fine because we are on the second stage. We can create TikTok, we can create Google, but we can get ChatGPT, but we can use all these tools to get results. And if you do it faster than your competitor, you will be fine. Just update what you have, focus. Uh, don't try to uh, take all trends. Uh, if you are not good with TikTok, why you need to do it? For example, Seth Godin, um, Steve, Stephen King, they don't create content for TikTok because uh, they are good with writing. So we need to combine our strong side, our, uh, I don't know, like passion. If you have passion, then you can touch a new field. I can ignore some formats because I know I can't be successful in all formats. Sometimes I can do if uh, I'm so bad 
because I enjoy the process and I don't care about what kind of skills you, you have. If you love it, if you're passionate, then do it. Forget about if someone can beat you today in one side. Someone beat it, uh, Mr. Beast in one day, but today he can beat <laughs> anyone on this field because he was passionate and mad about that. Eminem, it's a big pleasure to get on my show, to learn from you. I love this experience. So fun, valuable. Tell the best way how to keep learning from you, how to reach out to you, how to follow you. Thank you. And it's a pleasure as well. Well, the best way to go is to my website, emmanuelp.com, E-M-A-N-U-E-L-P.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, over there, you'll find links, contact forms, links to my social profiles. I'm fairly active on LinkedIn. You'll find a link to my course on Udemy as well, SEO Audit, a masterclass for 2024 and beyond. Since you're on Udemy, do check out Anatoly's course as well, because I've learned a lot and I've tried, I've implemented some small tweaks in my process because at the end of the day that's what we're doing we're always trying to improve always trying to tweak always try to experiment and learn from from each other but my website emmanuelp.com that's where people can find more information about me and links to all the relevant materials that i put out there nice nice guys you can find all links uh, to the course to the website to the linkedin account in the description below Listen to us on Apple, Google, Spotify. Thanks again for the time. Love it. You know how to share value. You're so kind on that. I think you, if you uh, know how to share value, then you know how to provide great results. Okay, guys. Thanks a lot for listening and watching us. Thanks for tuning in to Unmiss. Enjoyed the show? Drop us a review on your favorite platform and help us spread the digital marketing wisdom. See you next episode.